forever. Dog. There's no turning back. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Dead End. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today on the podcast, we are discussing R.L. Stein's Dead End, a Fear Street novel. <laughs> Fear Street. A Fear Street joint. <laughs> <laughs> a jaunt down Fear Street. Mm. Um, this book uh-huh. is very short. Very super short. You can read this in like a minute. Yeah, I think it took me three. You go back in time. You go back yeah, in time it, if you read it. It subtracts yeah. time. And, you get younger. Adding time to your life. Yeah. Yeah, which is the nice thing about it. And the not so nice thing about it is that it's very boring and almost nothing happens. Almost nothing happens. And also you are aware of what the twist is from the minute the bad thing happens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. From the second Keith is like, oh, I can't go this weekend. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh. Oh. That's when I realized anyway. I figured it probably wasn't them that killed the guy mm-hmm. or the girl. So this is a very like, I know what you did last summer type of book, but not really. Yeah. It's a different version of that because you have the friends killing someone in a car and making a death pact. Yeah. And then you have those friends being killed off. Not that much time passes. It's not a last summer thing. It's mere what, Two days, weeks. weeks. Okay. Because a week after the fact, that's when they go camping. And that's when Carlo gets shotgunned in the face or the head, back of the head, face. Um, yeah. So it is very interesting that the friends really are getting picked off. Yeah. Almost all of them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people die in this book. Well, two of them. I was thinking it was more for some reason. Well, it's... Well, so let me read the back. Yeah. Accidents can happen. (laughs) Whoopsie-daisy. Whoopsie-daisy. Natalie Erickson and her friends share a terrible secret. They were on the car that foggy night, the night someone died at the dead end. Now, someone knows too much and there's danger ahead. Natalie just wants out of this nightmare. But that's the problem with dead ends. There's no way out. (laughs) <laughs> true except for to turn around turn around yeah turn and sometimes those dead ends they got a a bigger they got a bulbous tip yeah dead ends, so you can turn around all it really means is no no outlet no outlet it's just how it's usually put in los angeles yeah it just says not no outlet. through street mm-hmm. not no through outlet. street oh classic because you can always turn around you can always turn around it's not like your your path in life ends here do you think that dead end like fell out of favor because people were like oh too bleak too dark <laughs> let's go with yes yeah i feel like so yeah I feel town like halls across america were like it's a bit dark <laughs> i don't know our town is trying to be happy and the only place not doing this is shady, shady side, side. <laughs> they're like oh my no, god we're keeping the term dead end and we're keeping the the street fear street i was so sad that i was not able to take a picture of this um, I went on a road trip this weekend mm-hmm. and we were kind of like driving through um, like a rural area and there was a street called Fear Creek. Shut your fucking I mouth. I know. Could not believe. 
Don't. Also, yeah, don't Why believe. Why would you? Don't believe it. Don't. Because Kelly is a liar. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking liar. No, it was crazy. I was like, what? That's crazy. But we were booking and I was not driving and I was just like, oh, I I wanted to take a picture of that (laughs) for content. Your friends were like, shut the fuck up, Kelly. That's your other podcast. They're like, this is not what this is about. This is us time. Us time. Don't bring your work here. Shipping time. Shipping time. Um, So, I mean, overall impression, probably both of us the same. That is boring. Just, I felt nothing during it. I like, I wasn't angry. I was just, because I wasn't angry because I was never mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Too short to be mad at it because truly nothing happens. Um, so what? Natalie and her friends, they she goes to a party and her boyfriend likes to drink and too much. Her fairly new boyfriend. Yeah. And um, she goes with her friends in the car. Well, so she finds out that her boyfriend is like, this is one of those classic Arl Stein protagonists that's like, she's a bit stuffy where she's like, mm-hmm. beer. Ew, it tastes like soap. Yeah, it tastes like soap. I've never heard that said about beer. Me neither. I've only ever seen it. And I was trying to think if I found that to be true. There are a lot of beers that I... I only like wheat beers. Yeah. And on occasion, like a dark Guinness type beer. Mm. I like sour beers. Um, I don't drink beer very much, though, because it makes me very gaseous. Same. So I tend to, you know, I like, um, like vodka. I prefer a cocktail or or wine, a rosé, or a rosé. Which Lindsay and I, you know what? So what if we're basic? I don't care. It's, it's basic because most people like it. Yeah, it's it's like it 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 brings people together. Yeah, I had it, my first PSL of the season it last week. Like uh, appeals to a wide population. Yeah. Yeah. So just give it up. Yeah, I do like that um, society seems to be turning around on making fun of pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, because everyone's Maybe it's into it. some people are coming of age or something where they're like, no, I'm going to fucking own it. Yeah. I am tired of this shame culture that well, my forefathers began. It's kind of like how people um, shame like... It's like that I'm not like other girls type of thing that we... I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's when you're specifically trying to set your part from a very certain kind of like sorority mm-hmm. yoga type girl. Yeah. Which I'm like, so I, I like done. pumpkin spice latte every once in a while. Come yeah. On. They have um, at Whole Foods cold brew with pumpkin spice cream. Ooh. I'm interested in that. Yeah. I wanted to try it last time and they were like, sorry, we ran out. And I was like, wow, this is rude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you're not abiding by the contract mm-hmm. of your advertisement. Yeah. And the sign was still up and it was one of those signs you can just pick up and move. So I was like, move the sign. Unacceptable. So I didn't get to try it. Very upset. You know what but. I love at Starbucks right now mm. is their cold, their like cold cream mocha macchiatos. I haven't had it. Iced macchiatos. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Cold cream at Starbucks, I highly support because they are so bad at making foam otherwise. Yeah, the foam, so, yeah, does, the foam just doesn't get really it from taste a fucking good. can. Yeah. Great. Don't care. Um, I also like... It always tastes like burnt cardboard. Yeah. They are so bad at making Well, they foam. also like their beans are pretty much burnt all the time. Yeah. I mean, Starbucks... 
Starbucks isn't Sucks. good. It's not good. Their pastries, three of them are great. The rest are like very mediocre. Their sous vide egg bites are actually not too bad. And I like their um, egg white wrap, the spinach egg white one, because mm-hmm. I like feta cheese. I like it's their reduced fat turkey bacon muffin. I like that one too. Um, so that stuff is fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I would never go there and be like, oh, I'll have a Gibraltar and I'll really Gibraltar. love the taste of their, yeah. Um, <laughs> is that a kind of coffee bean they sell? No, uh, a Gibraltar, I believe, someone might correct me on this and I'll look it up while I say it. it, it okay, let's see if I'm right. I think it is a uh, uh, basically a, a flat white. Let me see. Oh. Gibraltar. I never go to Starbucks for just a drip coffee. Or coffee, let's see. They're terrible, but I like their cold brews. Yeah. Actually, you know what I like? Typical Starbucks bitterness is not there. You know what I like better of their, this is going to sound weird. I prefer their bottled cold brew better than the one that they have in their store. Mm, Sure. It's good. I I like it. it. I like their, I like it. Okay. Something's not, it's not letting me fucking search. I don't know why. I could have seen that this book would inspire a Starbucks (laughs) review. Who knew? Who knew? Well, look, this book is very boring. When you reach a dead end, you have to turn around and you find yourself on an unexpected path. And also, do you know what's on every street, including dead end streets? Starbucks. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And we all know this. (laughs) We all know this. Um, Okay, so uh, Natalie, she's like at a party with her friends and she's like, I'm so boring. I'm so boring. And my boyfriend's drinking beer. Ew. And he's like, fine not to drink, but I'm going to be like... It's so annoying about it. Well, there are lots of times I don't want to drink. Yeah. But what she I is don't annoying about do, it. Yeah. What I don't do is go like, ew, uh, you're drinking it, period. Beer? Ew, how could? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, offense. Offense. And so they're drinking up in the attic? Where are they? They're like upstairs. Yes. And she's downstairs. Because she's in a basement. And then Keith, her new boyfriend, just falls down the stairs into the basement. Falls down the stairs. I will say, clearly, Keith has a problem. Keith is, I dare say, a non-functioning alcoholic. Yes. I mean, he's past functioning. He's way into psychosis alcoholic. Yeah, Yeah, no, seriously, seriously, like something is up. Yeah, well, the events of the book show that there's more happening than just... A little bit more than something is up. yeah. So he falls down the stairs and he's like, ah, <laughs> oh boy. And she's like, ah, oh, Keith, you're me. You drank beer again. Don't talk to me. I don't know you. <laughs> so she pretends not to know him. Very strange. I don't understand what her whole thinking was. And it's like, good on you, Natalie. Do not get in the car with a drunk person. Good. Here's the other thing you should do. Not let that drunk person go home in their fucking yeah. car. Also like, do not get in another car with a drunk person. Yes. Because she's like, mm. and then Todd, or it's Randy. Randy, her best friend. Yeah. Is driving another car and she's like, I just have to go. She should have taken Keith's keys. Absolutely. She should have forced Keith into Randy's car. Mm-hmm. But or instead she leaves. them a cab. Something. I guess they're teenagers. They're teens. They would get caught. Just take his keys. So it's not worth Keith fucking dying or, you know, killing someone else. And then, Subsequently, killing your friends. Yeah. So she's like, ah. So basically, this is Natalie's fault. The whole book. The whole book is Natalie's fault. Keith killing others is on Natalie. Well, here's the thing. Keith's going to do what he's going to do because boys will be boys. And friends don't let friends uh, drive drunks and uh, kill their other friends. (laughs) Yes. Kill their other friends afterwards in revenge. Yeah. And trying to keep a secret. Yeah. 
So she and her friends are driving, and Randy's like driving crazy. Too fast. Too fast. And um, there's this other guy in the car. I don't remember his name because he was Todd. Todd? Todd and Carlo. Oh, yeah. Jillian and Carlo seem to be together. I think they're dating. And then Randy has a crush on Todd, who is a Neanderthal. Yes. And Todd seems to sometimes like Natalie, but sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's a big sweetheart. Yeah. And sometimes he's threatening to kill them all. Yeah. Like in a way where he's like, I was just joking, but in the moment it does not sound like joking. So they're like driving and Randy's driving crazy and Todd's like, oh, turn here. And she's like, you should have told me earlier. They like skid and they hit a car. It's very foggy. Mm -hmm. They should have known they did not hit that car hard enough to kill a woman. I know. Because their car was That's fine. very stupid. Like, if you hit a car and your car just has, like, a scratch. Yeah. The other person is fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're Unless it's, like, a bike. Yeah. Or a person by themselves. Uh-huh. No car. Yeah. But it's a car. Yeah. But they're like, ah, we have to go. <laughs> they leave. Ah, death pact. <laughs> and, and Natalie's, like, seriously. Actually, I will say, to their credit, in this book, Natalie is pretty realistic in her anxiety about it afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she was fucked up about it. Yeah. And she really wants to go to the police the whole time, the entire time. And I will say as far as the other friends is like dumb as they are, they are all freaking out about it too. None of them are like, Nelly, it's been 12 hours. Why aren't you over this? Yes. Instead, they're all like, we cannot fucking tell anybody. Yeah. And then Carlo, as opposed to like, what april fools oh yeah her friends were like what is this we're really worried about how fucking crazy you are we're still being upset or remember was it april fools where they're like that accident happened two hours away like yeah who cares they're never gonna catch us (laughs) but for this one everyone's very freaked out and um who's the first to die todd carlo carlo that's right so they're like let's go camping it was like already planned camping trip. She tells Keith, even though everybody was sworn to secrecy, and it turns out that that was the best thing to do because, yeah. unfortunately, she happened to tell the person who did, in fact, kill the woman. She should not have told him. No. So then Keith is like, oh, um, by the way, are you going on that camping trip this weekend? I can't go anymore. And she's, she's like, like, uh-huh. She's like, okay, I'm going to miss like, you. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. I have stuff to work on with my dad or something. And then, okay, when they all go, first of all, I did not like that they were hunting. I didn't no. enjoy that. Never do. So they, also, I did not know that Carlo's uncle was going to be there. I didn't know he was going to actually be there with them the whole time. Yeah. I thought they were just going to the uncle's cabin. I thought it was like the obvious trope of there are never any adults yeah, around. But he's there. He's just there. And he's also like, <laughs> he, he's like, he's the one whose nephew dies. So like he's, this is, it really sucks it, for uncle, whatever his face was. Yeah. Uncle cabin. Uncle cabin. It sucks for him because Carlo dies on his watch. In a gruesome way. In a very gruesome way. It's like, throw me, throw me the book. Let me see if I can find the description of Carlo's head. (laughs) Or lack thereof. (laughs) So they're like, let's go hunting. And Carlo's uncle's like, I'm going to take all you guys. And everyone's like, "Mm." like, 
here. Um, so Natalie comes across Carlo in the woods. Oh, because Natalie gets lost very easily in the woods. <laughs> she gets lost and she gets influenced by her friends very easily. Yes. So swallowing hard, I squinted at the unmoving form, trying to make sense of it, trying to figure out what I was seeing. Then one by one, the horror came together. The picture came clear. I saw Carlo's glasses lying broken in the dirt. I saw the shotgun on the ground to decide. Saw an outstretched hand, so pale and small. Then I recognized Carlo's denim jacket, spattered with dark blood. And at the collar of the jacket, at the collar, at the dark stained collar, the bright red pulp, the shattered, the shattered shards of gray bone, nothing at the collar, nothing but bone and blood, nothing. And without realizing it, a shrill voice tore from my throat and I started to scream, where is his head? Where is his head? <laughs> the blast from the gun had shattered Carlo's skull. Pieces of skin and jagged shards of bone were strewn over the grass and weeds. And she just keeps screaming over and over again. Where is his head? Yeah, this is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty gruesome. It's pretty and bad classic red herring mm -hmm. Todd shows up Gianni's like don't tell anyone like, why would you say that unless you were the why, person who did it why would you say that and then she's like what new chapter and he's like about the secret from before yeah. so why are you even talking about the secret from before your friend has no head and then it, it's it's as if he like didn't even see Carlo he's like I just get the feeling like you are hysterical and I don't know why so don't tell don't tell about the thing that happened before mean like and then and, like oh fuck yeah <laughs> what Whoa, happened to carlo? carlo like that's the only acceptable except <laughs> acceptable version yeah of him choosing right then to return to the subject <laughs> and lead with don't tell anyone so then eh? and then blah 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 things 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 and then jillian is like I'm going to the cops now because Carlo had been thinking about it. And she's like, Carlo told me some stuff. So I'm going to the cops. It'll be fine. Why in God's name, wouldn't Jillian tell Natalie what the stuff, by was? the way, the thing that Carlo told me was that Keith did it. She deserved to die. Yeah. She's too stupid to live. She's too stupid. Just like, hello, obviously, just if you have information that exonerates all of you, mm -hmm. that's fine. Tell them then. Yeah. Because then the more you know, then you'll the be able to. You know. <laughs> you'll be able to defend yourself. I don't I seriously do not understand why she didn't tell her. It makes ugh, I hate it when people keep secrets just for the sake of the plot instead of for reasons that make sense. It. Reminds me of like in when in movies and TV shows, and this is one of my least favorite things, when someone's like, you're not going to believe this. And the person's like, what? And they're like, you have to see for yourself. No, just just tell it. me just because I get what you're doing. Show don't tell. Unless it's like a fun, funny oh, thing. Yeah, if it's funny, then, then that's, that's fine. Or I mean, then you're pretty messed up, right? Because you're like, I just want to see their face. Like when they see. Yeah, this thing. exactly. It's fun to see somebody's reaction to a fun, funny thing. Not to. You're fucked up if you're like, I can't wait to see the look on their face when I point to this corpse. Yeah. 
when I point to the corpse of their mother. I know. You're not going to believe this. So big. That reaction is going to be so big. I wonder if I would do that if like, because I feel like a lot of times in movies and TV shows, they do that when there's like a big weapons cache or like a bunch of money or drugs or something. Yeah. So maybe that would be kind of fun. Yeah, if it's something that won't make them like wretch yeah. on the ground, like <laughs> dry heave. No, yeah, it's not like mm. I don't know, like the movie Seven or something. Like, like yeah. show, like finding that serial killer's home and being like, yeah. "You, are oh gonna my god, it. you're not gonna fucking believe this. You're gonna have to see this for yourself. You're. I was gonna spoil the end of Seven. Is that cool? That's it's okay. been a long time. Th- yes. Like you're not gonna believe this. I'm not even going to tell you. You just have to see for yourself your wife's head in a box. Can you imagine? Okay. If he was like, what's in the box? What's in the box? And then the serial killer guy, Kevin Spacey, yuck, is like, you're going to have to see this for yourself. Because then that would track. Because he's yes. evil. Yeah. But no, it's... It's like if my friend, if I was friends if with If Morgan Pitt, Freeman was like, you're just going to have to see for yourself. Yes. That'd be unacceptable. <laughs> what a psychopath you'd have to be to be like... I want to see your face when you see that it's your wife's head. I would tell you it's your wife head, wife's head, but I don't think you'd believe me. Maybe I better just show it. you. I better just show you. I better just show you. <laughs> yeah. No. So okay. anyway, so Jillian dies by getting her neck broken. Yeah, it's broken, right? She's yeah. what, what's with her? What, 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 what's with her body? What's happening with her body? She's fallen downstairs and her head is turned completely around. Yikes. Do you think he like took yeah. her head in his hands and like twisted her neck to kill her and then pushed her down the yeah. stairs? Don't we have to be pretty fucking strong for that? Yeah, I feel like we see that in movies where people do that. Yeah. And then like I feel like Mythbusters or something was like, you can't. It's, it's hard like, to do that. It's one thing if it's like a super agent, a super secret agent. It's another if it's just a kid in high school. Yeah. It's another if it's Keith. Well, maybe he was drinking and his alcoholism gave him super strength. That is true. It's that and um, like if a mother sees her child in danger. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. It's the adrenaline rush Mm -hmm. of being a drunk teen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, her head's, her neck's broken all the way around. I'm going to look up how strong you have to be to break somebody's neck. Because I also don't think it's that likely if you push someone down the stairs for their head to turn all the, twist all the way around. I think you would just fall on it badly and it would fracture or you would like smash your skull in and there'd be blood. Okay. Ready? Sure. How hard is it to snap a man's neck from behind? This is from MMOchampion.com. 1,000 to 1,250 foot pounds of torque. What does that mean? Is it possible to break someone's neck? Isolate the muscles that support the head from the rest of the muscles on the body and render the body immobile. It can be done, but it takes skill and is far from easy. Yeah, I don't think Keith has those skills. Yeah, I don't think he does. Can you break your own neck by turning your head? Not possible. (laughs) (laughs) What? Who is asking that? Who is asking that? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Ready, Lindsay? Yes. How to get how to kiss a girl's neck. 15 ways to do it properly. <laughs> Is each of the 15 ways just a different spot on the neck? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, ready for the for the tips? Sure. Okay. Hit me. 
<laughs> Honestly, we should be saving this for a mini, but you guys are very privileged <laughs> in that you get to preview what a mini episode of this podcast is like get ready. free tips on how to kiss a girl's neck touch her first believe it or not you can add foreplay believe before it you- or not <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not you can add foreplay before you go ahead and kiss your girl's neck oh you can do this by lightly stroking her neck with your hand or fingers sure stroke <laughs> stroke stroke the area that you plan to kiss as that will make her anticipate your kiss this is a really <laughs> sad article <laughs> truly is for somebody who's just like i don't know what to do do i just do i just do it do i just go in like, lips first <laughs> be connected when you oh my god when you do approach her do it slowly you want to avoid you don't want to spook her <laughs> you you want to avoid startling her is this a joke what is this on and making things awkward or ill-timed it helps to be connected with her before you make the move to kiss her neck. This can mean having your hands on her first or making eye contact with her. Explore the neck. <laughs> While the neck is generally sensitive. If the last one of these isn't go, isn't go from her neck to her back <laughs> to, her, her her crack. to her crack, then well, the, I uh, think this list is bullshit. While the neck is generally sensitive. The area where the neck meets the collarbone is especially sensitive to touch. This is a really great spot to kiss her if you want her to feel pleasure. You can also kiss her neck near her jawline as well. I mean, I appreciate the, like, a priority yeah. on giving a woman pleasure. Yeah, no, yeah. I just feel like this list is unnecessary. <laughs> I just feel like... <laughs> I just feel like it should be intuitive. This list will fuck you up. I think this list will make you... <laughs> it's going to put you in your head. Find the right kissing position. What? You don't necessarily have to be face to face when you're kissing her neck. You can stand at her side or even behind her as you kiss her neck. And like, it may seem romantic, but in Spider-Man starring <laughs> Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst, it might not be the best idea to mm. do it from upside down. Probably not. Okay. Are you wondering where to put your hands? Absolutely. A great place to put Around your hands? Around your neck? <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting if she feels like she might die. A great place to put your hands is on her waist. <laughs> okay, guess what though? Use the rest of your body. <laughs> Do not think of the act of kissing the neck as a simple act. Is the end of this list actually like now just penetrate her? <laughs> if you're going full body at this point, you should not be only using your mouth. Use your whole body, including your hands. As we all know, hands can kiss too. <laughs> Move your body closer to hers. Even pressing yourself against her if that feels like the right thing to do at that moment. Well, I like I like that. Like be concerned about whether she's into it. Use your hands. There are so Again, use your hands. There are so many things that you can do with your hands once you're kissing her neck. You can pick things up. You can put things down. You know what? This You is can hold it and not do either. So EG too. You can put your hands on her shoulders, run them through her hair. You can place them on her waist or around her back and so on. This is what, for 12-year-olds. Whatever you end up doing, it should be exciting and pleasurable for both of you. 12-year-olds who have never even seen a Disney movie before. Blow on her neck. <laughs> <laughs> Another great technique to add to your neck kissing is <laughs> lightly blow air onto her neck. Your warm yeah. breath on her skin will be a nice Going sensation the boys for boys locker room. You're like, so uh, what are your guys's neck techniques? 
for kissing, I mean. <laughs> for neck kissing. For neck kissing. This can be done before or while you kiss her neck. Do not rush it. When it comes to kissing the neck, try not to rush. You want to make sure that you and the other person can really enjoy and appreciate the moment as it is happening. Next step. Don't try to kiss her neck with your penis. <laughs> Take your time and be thoughtful and gentle. At the same time, listen to her feedback. If she wants you to be more aggressive with your kisses, then go with it. <laughs> nibble on her. If you want to focus on the neck a little while longer, you can lightly nibble on it as well. Just Warning, remember, don't do this if you're a vampire. <laughs> It will be too tempting. <laughs> you can lightly nibble on it as well. Just remember to be gentle and listen to her responses, both physical and verbal. Biting can be arousing for some people, but make sure she's okay with it. Do not bite too hard as that can be painful. Y'all, I don't is, know if you can. What site is this? Loves.com. <laughs> L-U-V-Z-E. What? <laughs> okay. Now this next step, I don't know if we can do it after all this. Okay. Don't overthink it. What? A neck kiss. But you've like, given me so many instructions. Listen, a neck kiss is like any other kiss in that you can do it whenever you deem appropriate. <laughs> it can be the first kiss you give, or you can even kiss her on the lips first and then move on to her neck. Oh my God, I love the idea of two teens <laughs> standing at the girl's door to say goodnight and they go in for a kiss and he plants <laughs> one on her neck instead of her lips. <laughs> he blows on her neck and She's then. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, well, it's been real, but never again. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not overthink it too much. Just go with the moment and with what seems right. Ready? Slowly turn up the passion. When you are first kissing your neck, her neck, keep your mouth closed. Otherwise, <laughs> you could end up slobbering all over her. Do not jump into it. <laughs> also keep in mind that you want to gradually make it more passionate of a kiss. There should be some kind of buildup where the kisses get more intense than they were before. While you might be tempted to jump in straight for the super strong and sensual kiss on the neck, that is not always necessarily the way to go. If you Do jump not in, hoover that neck. Oh my God. If you jump in with a super sensual kiss, then how can you possibly make the moment even more intimate? <laughs> okay. God bless the writer of this list. Use your tongue. Bless their heart. As you kiss her neck more and more, you can also open your mouth a little, letting your tongue graze her neck. This is one of many moves that will keep your lady on her toes. <laughs> one of many moves, the other of which I've listed. Um, okay. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> you can even ease into this by holding her neck with your fingers first. Wait, what? Holding her neck with your fingers? Like pinchy pinchy? <laughs> As you begin to kiss her neck with a closed mouth, you can begin to lick your lips to lightly moisten your mouth. There is something arousing about kisses that make a slight smacking noise. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Suck on her neck. No commentary. No commentary. <laughs> um, sucking on your lover's neck <laughs> is another good option. Lover. In some cases. But be aware that doing so can sometimes leave a bruise called a hickey. That might be okay with her or it might be something she doesn't want. Either way, it's nice to have it as an option. <laughs> it's just nice to have it as an option. Um, you don't want to take anything off the table. Look to her for feedback. How do you know she's ready for a kiss on the neck? The most <laughs> it's obvious a big step in a relationship. Um, read her body language. Meet the parents. Kiss the neck. <laughs> have sex. Um, read her body language. So first it says, um, the most obvious answer, she tells you that she wants it. 
but you can also read her body language. If you're kissing her lips and she begins to tilt her head, then it's a sign she might be ready for you to kiss her neck. Even if she does this, you should still kiss her neck slowly. Do not rush into it. Why is this person so freaked out about neck kissing? They're like, you got to give her plenty of warning you basically want to put a little man out there holding two orange directors like it's the fucking like air traffic control or like um you know uh, coming in coming in uh what's his name um chris pratt's character from jurassic world where he's like with the raptors like that okay you want to hear the conclusion ready great now that you know some of the best tips out there when it comes to kissing a girl on the neck Just go for it and do not overthink the whole act too much. Otherwise, you might get too fixated on whether you're doing it right or not. At the same time, try to be slow, gentle, and thoughtful as you do this. Gauge your reactions as you caress her neck with your hand and pause to see how she responds to you as you nibble on her neck or leave soft kisses where her neck meets her back. (gasps) You might feel a bit nervous to try this if it's something you're doing for the first time, but try to calm down. And remember that there's a first time for everything. Keep in mind that when it comes to kissing, there's always room for improvement. So you might as well get some practice in. <laughs> if you're lucky, your patient lover will be more than happy to give patient you many lover. chances to practice patient kissing her <laughs> on her neck. Wow. What a wonderful um, article that we read together. That was delightful. Man. Who, what's the author's name? Or does it not list one? Oh, one comment. Hold on. Oh, Okay. Ready? Bill has a comment. Now, this was, this was written by a girl named Kate. Oh, I thought it was written by a guy. I did too. I really got that impression. Ready? Bill Russell has a comment. Uh-oh. He left this comment on May 1st, 2019, recently. What? Personally. Oh, no. I believe there is a glaring omission in this otherwise very fine article. <laughs> <laughs> that is playing with or lightly pulling her hair as you kiss her neck. It is a very powerful combination one hand gripping her hair right at the nape of the neck while you kiss and nibble on her throat. Um, she said that in the article, Bill. I don't love the word gripping. Gripping. <laughs> Playing with her hair, running your fingers through her hair, yeah, twirling gripping. her hair even, but gripping her gripping, hair. Gripping is different, right? Because like, first of all, you need to see if that person likes hair pulling. Yeah. All, gripping also... I'm worried for your safety. Like gripping, I feel like you're falling off of something. <laughs> oh no, I'm falling. I'm grabbing her hand. Use her as a stabilizer <laughs> when kissing her neck. Oh, what a dream. Wow. I don't even know how we found that. Well, I got to say, we got to keep loves.com in as a resource for our minisodes. Really wonderful. Really wonderful content. Yeah. That was wonderful. Top notch content. Top notch. Great article. This is the kind of content you get with Teen Creeps. Get love tips sent straight to your mail- mailbox. Oh, Great. Convenient. Um, so anyway, he kills Jillian by twisting her oh neck. Oh, yeah, twisting her neck. <laughs> Pushing he her down her. the stairs. And then the next morning is when Natalie is like, I fucking had it. I'm going to the cops. Comes downstairs. Randy's out there in the car. And Natalie's like, do not try to talk me out of this shit. And Randy's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to. Do you want to ride? And Natalie is rightfully like, um, I don't feel fully comfortable getting yeah. in the car with you. Because also like Randy and Todd were the ones that were most against going to the yeah. cops. They liked it because Randy felt Randy like she was a lot driving. Randy was driving. And so she's scared. And also she wasn't even supposed to be out that night. So she's no, no, no. Does she end up getting in the car with her? Yes, she does. Yes. 
Um, and they, there's another cliff, like bullshit cliffhanger when Randy like takes the wrong turn away from the police station. Yeah. And Natalie is like, oh my fucking God. And yeah. then new chapter. <laughs> oh my God, I made a wrong turn. And she's like, that I'm all turned around. I'm like so stressed. And then cut to, they're at the police station. They're yeah. fine. And then the lieutenant there is like, why are you fucking confessing to a crime you didn't commit? He like, because he's looked at the car and he's like, you guys obviously did not hit anyone yeah. hard enough. The car that hit the woman was, oh, also it's the mayor's sister. And that's where there's oh, like extra pressure to and also solve the case, Todd's which is bullshit. dad just got a brand new job as like the mayor something. And so he's like, like I can't. Chief of staff or yeah. assistant. He's like, oh, my dad's going to lose his job. Yeah. So that's why Todd is so freaked out by it. Um, So he's like, the car was blue and one of the tires was a spare tire because one of the uh, tire tracks was smaller than all the others. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't you guys. Get out of my face. Yeah. And they're like, wee, hooray. We're free. And they're like kind of forgetting that like Carlo and Jillian were tragically murdered. Yes. And they're like, well, everything's fine. Also, like at that point, the fact that Natalie still is like, hmm, well, Keith is innocent is crazy to me. She knows what car he drives. Yeah. And that it got, it's knows. fucked up. And, and that it's blue. It's fucking crazy for her not to remember any of that in the moment. Mm-mm. And then... When they meet up with Todd, Todd's like, um, did you forget about our fucking murder pact? And they were like, don't worry about it. We didn't do it. And then it's like, okay, but we are kind of ignoring that Todd was very much threatening you again. Yeah, I know. Um, so then Keith shows up and he's, he's like, oh, everything cool. And she's like, yeah, we didn't do it. And then she's like, oh shit, you got a blue car with a spare tire. And he's like, get in the car. The fact that she gets in the car is nuts. Because at that That's point, she's crazy. like, he's the killer. I, he's, R.L. Stanley's making it out like she wants so much to believe that he is not dangerous still. They've been he's dating like, for Don't what? Don't worry about it. I am not going to hurt you. I just need to talk and explain. And she gets in the car and he's like, explain, explain, explain. I did it. Blah, blah, blah. I've been killing everyone. By the way, I'm going to kill you too. And at no point does she go... Ah, nuts. I should have known. Like, yeah, she's completely just believed him and got in the car. And then she's like, oh, no, he's very stupid. She's very dumb. And he's like, all I'm going to do is I'm going to like drive toward a cliff and I'm going to jump out and you're going to like die in the crash. Here's the other thing that's so dumb about this, though. He's so fucking stupid. Yes. Because earlier in the book, he says to her. Remember, I can't open my door from like it has to be opened from the outside or something like yeah. that. Or it sticks or yeah, it something. Sticks. He says that. Yeah. And then, and then he, he makes that plan. Which is the worst reliant plan. on him being able to get out quickly. It's also reliant on her not being able to do the exact same thing. Yeah. He's warned her about what he's about to do. So she's like, okay, got it. And then she jumps out. Yeah. And he then can't he get can't out. and he goes over the cliff. It would have been better if maybe he, I mean, he should have just knocked her out and put the car over. Like, I don't just like find another way to fucking kill her. Strangle her. Do what you did to everybody else. Yeah. Do something else. So yeah, then she's stuck on that like same dead end, I think. 
because he was going to drive her off the dead end where he had killed that other woman, maybe? Yeah. Unclear. She might have been speaking metaphorically at the end. Um, so yeah, then she's like, woof. Well, yeah. Time to go home. Time and to go that's home. How the book ends. And everything's fine. Um, in theory. In theory. I'm going to see if I have but any. still really need to, like, we need to talk about Todd. Yeah, Todd is a menace. Like, Todd didn't kill anyone, but he was certainly being the weirdest. Yeah. Oh, did you notice the appearance of Corky Corcoran in the book? Oh my God, I fucking forgot. Yeah. That was very cool. That was cool. I liked that. Yep. I like that he's kind of doing the Stephen King thing of like this universe. Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't that happen? Yeah. So Corky is the... Cheerleader. Um, yeah. She's in the cheerleaders. And Bobby is the yes. one who dies, correct? Her sister. Bobby's the one who d- drowns, question mark, in the... Boils. In the gym lockers. Yeah. Room. Gym locker room. Gym locker room. Showers. Gym locker um, room showers. Yeah. I mean, I would say the plus to this book is that it's very short. Yep. Um, otherwise pretty forgettable. Yeah. Like truly like, uh, wasn't sure I was going to remember what happened. Truly right before we recorded, I said, I know nothing about what happens in this book. And yeah. then you started, I was like, oh yeah, I remember Yeah, now. But like, I We're had always no able to jumpstart one another's yeah. memory. And that's why it's good that, um, neither of us does this podcast alone because, uh, be- <laughs> What an insane what a nightmare. What if you just did this podcast, just you, no guests? Oh, my God. I mean, you'd get tired, right? Well, you would last, what, five episodes? And then, and then you'd and be then like, you'd you know like, what? What am I doing? This isn't worth it. Yeah. Because why not just write something then? Yeah. Don't, create don't make it audio. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> write a blog. Yeah. Because like writing a blog of it makes a ton of sense. But just talking... Oh, yeah. No, but just talking by yourself is um, not interesting for this kind of podcast. Well, because this is not, we're not revealing some cool research or telling a story or we're just talking about books and it's a book club podcast that would be just by yourself. (laughs) I will say that I listened to a podcast that was just talking about a TV show, Mm. but she had like notes yeah. And really planned out. And she was talking about like theories she had. That's different though. And it was it's very, I really liked it. I was, it's similar to, I was wa- watching this video that was about, it, it was pretty popular. I think a lot of people have probably seen it. It was about, um, there are two of them. One was about the cultural phenomenon that is the Simpsons and like uh, Simpsons wave and like um, Simpsons memes and like how memes of the Simpsons have like, kind of perpetuated the culture of the show mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And then the other episode, the other thing that he did was like about the downfall of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I will say that guy's voice is very annoying, <laughs> just because it's very, you should like, put that in your uh, review of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I should go. <laughs> well, so it's a video on YouTube. So I should go find his email somehow and email it to him. Yeah. And tell him. Just tell him that, like, pro tip, your voice is annoying. Yeah. 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 The thing is, he sounds very young, so I think he'll get older and it won't sound that way anymore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I, like, it's similar, though, where it's like this person is presenting this, like, very well thought out. Yeah, it's a completely different thing if you sort of make it a, either a research. If you're presenting a thesis of some kind. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Theories. 
research, compare like talking about it, it through the lens of something. Whereas like if it was just me saying everything that I just said, it would be like there wouldn't have been that those neck kissing tips. I wouldn't have like been able to make jokes with anyone. Yeah. It just would have been me going. It was pretty boring. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's <laughs> a terrible podcast. Yeah. No, it, it, the thing that we're trying to, you know, sell, right, is like slumber party vibes, or like, or like book club vibes, you know, hang out with the friends. It's hard to do that if you're just by yourself in a microphone. <laughs> or at least I certainly don't have the capability. I don't know if I there can. There are exceptions to this rule, no doubt. Oh, for sure. But I would be very bad at it. I don't think I, I think I'll just get tired. I would get so tired. So yeah. tired. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that's the book. Um, yep. Uh, I would say skippable. For sure. Skippable. Yeah. Skippable. Skippable. Um, if, Much like a stone on a pond. Skippable. Have you seen hmm? the, have you seen those um, like ESPN, the Ocho is real now, by the way. ESPN the Ocho. Like, do you remember that joke? You're basically not saying English words to me. Okay. I actually am not saying English. That's true. (laughs) So ESPN the Ocho is a channel that shows like fringe sports. And there's like, they like rock skipping and stuff. So they have like professional rock skipping. And like uh, knife sports. Yeah. Like sweet. Yeah. So the one that I saw recently was like rock skipping. And it's that's fun. It's kind of the vibe you expect. The Ocho, like the space Ocho. It, I O-C-H-O? think it's based off of the, it used to be a joke, I think, in Dodgeball. Wasn't that what that was aired on? ESPN, the Ocho. Or maybe it existed already and then that's what they were playing off of. But it's like sports that like are not mainstream huh. are on that. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. That's smart too, because it's a very like internet YouTube thing. Yeah. Put it on your fucking channel. Yeah. And it's like almost ASMR. Like it has a um antiques roadshow feel to it. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like that calming. very huh? Calming. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I have no stakes in this and there are no stakes <laughs> at all. Except I guess these people care about skipping rocks. Some of them are pretty good. Cool. I've watched knife sports That's on cool. YouTube. And it's uh it's pretty interesting. Actually, yeah. like that, you just see what you can chop and like how fast and how well in a mm-hmm. t- period of time, and you're competing. I like seeing people that are like passionate about something and like really good at something doing that thing. Mm-hmm. And it's if cool. it's something that I'm really unfamiliar with, I'm I'm like, oh, yeah, what a niche community I'd never heard of. Yeah, it's cool. It's like picking um, up a rock and then look at all these ants underneath in a less condescending way <laughs> look at all these ants all these that i can squish ants underneath um okay next up we are reading the everlasting rose oh shit by danielle clayton i'm really excited for the sequel to this cause remember how excited we were mm-hmm. oh it's God. the sequel to the bells which we read quite a while ago maybe like a year at least yeah that was one of my favorite books that we read though i loved I that really book. liked it yeah so cool That'll be the book we're doing next week. Um, if you haven't read The Bells, read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe read Everlasting Rose beforehand, too. Everlasting Rose? Everlasting Rose All is of the sudden, sequel. I got 
so worried that I'd already forgotten the name of the book. That happens to me sometimes. I'll hear yeah. something and it's gone. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you so want that, huh? Yep. So we're doing that. Yeah. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Dean Creeps. We will in fact be bringing back public domain theater on our Patreon intermittently. Yes. Yeah. So twice a month, it'll be public domain. Twice a month, it'll be mini-sodes because people expressed an interest in both. Yeah. And yeah. we don't want to take away any content that people are enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much to the people who already donate to our Patreon. We really appreciate it. Yes. And thank you so much to everybody who gave their input on yeah. bringing back public domain theater. Yeah. Totally. And um, if you want to follow our show, we are at Teen Creeps Pod on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, eh, sure. Yeah. If you want to follow me, <laughs> Kelly New G. If you want to follow Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay K. <laughs> More boring. <laughs> well, just Kelly Nugent was taken. <laughs> and Kelly Nugent on Twitter is pretty much only tweets political stuff. Is anti, I, I haven't looked into exactly what they believe, but um, is like anti-Trump, which is good. That's her relief. Also, like regularly interacts with like alt right trolls uh, to the point where I'm like, I just don't know if you're helping. It's just anything. not, yeah, productive. Yeah, I wish it were. I wish it were, but I think that Kelly Nugent, you other Kelly Nugent person, refocus your efforts. Yeah, because you focus it into making the change. Yeah, that you want to see. Interacting with trolls, never going to get you in. Yeah, I don't think it's It just gives them oxygen. Exactly. Yeah. Starve them out. So pro tip, Kelly Nugent. (laughs) Pro tip to Kelly Nugent. Other one. Um, But yeah, that's the only reason why mine's Kelly Nugent. Cool. Um, All right. I guess that's it, right? We don't have any other business. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Thank you so much for listening as always. See you next time. Keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.